The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. People today struggle with eating disorders. If you are one of the thousands of people who do, you may be experiencing feelings of overwhelm and isolation. You are not alone. Welcome to Chasing Hunger. Here you'll find out what you can do, where you can find the resources, discover the truths, and get the help you need to regain control of your life. Here is Kathy Welter Nichols, author and host of Chasing Hunger. Hello, and welcome to Chasing Hunger. My name is Kathy Welter Nichols, and I've been so happy to hear from so many of you of how much you're appreciating this program, the information that's being shared by the professionals and those in the caring profession that have been on my program, and many of the bits and pieces that I've shared with you too. I've had some really great responses from the audience out there, from you. Today is Valentine's Day. And I wanted to put this show together for this particular day because this is the day of heart and it isn't always a good day for everybody. But today, the heartfelt sharings from the families who have lost loved ones to eating disorders. I know we go on thinking, I'll stop tomorrow, I'll be better tomorrow, I'll get, I'll I'll try harder tomorrow. And we go on torturing our bodies until one day it just gives up. It can't take anymore. These disorders can kill you. So I know many of you are writing in to me and telling me how many years you've struggled with your eating disorder and how hard it's been. I know. I know it's hard. What will it take to help you say enough is enough? What will it take What would help you get to that place where you say, I'm ready to put this behind me and to take back my life and use some of these tools that we've been talking about here? What would it take? Many people lose individuals to eating disorders, but it's over. All the focus was on the person with the eating disorder and the families must go away and heal their lives as best they can. In these interviews, you're going to hear the sadness, the grief, the shock, the loss, the pain and suffering that these families are experiencing. And for families out there everywhere that have lost someone in this area of eating disorders, please know that finding some assistance for yourselves is every bit as important You'll hear from these families as they coach you in their own wise ways, with their own wise words. And I'm just so proud of them and so grateful to all of them for speaking up and sharing their heartfelt experience on the other side of the eating disorder. We start with Helene and Stephanie. 
who whose daughter and sister Marie Claude died last September. They come here hoping that their voice might help another person make a decision to take action and deal with it rather than allow it to take their life. So I welcome Helene here first, and then Stephanie joins us. Welcome, Helene. Of course, she's on our mind all the time. Mm -hmm. I'd say not even every day, every hour. And I'm still crying because it's it's painful. Yeah. I know the suffering will go away or, uh, you know, it'll get easier. But she's on our mind all the time. Mm-hmm. How's your husband doing with this? Uh, he's coping with it in a different way, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he's uh, and and uh, his way of uh, grieving is he's been uh, you know before we left Quebec we took a lot of materials from MC drawings and stuff like that letters that she wrote letters that friends wrote right? and so he he's making a big album of that and it helps him a lot mm-hmm. to it. Uh, we, we talk about it quite often. We have, as we call, our MC's moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just, that's the way to do this thing. I mean, grief is work. And it's, oh, the, yeah. yeah, it's perhaps maybe the hardest work we'll ever do. And as parents, I know I have two daughters too. And I always think to myself, it just seems the wrong way round if, if we have to lose a child. <laughs> yeah, it's not the normal way. No. No. I'm thinking of Stephanie, who will, you know, live for this forever. She's going to be, a, as she says once, and th- this really struck me, she says, I'm going to grow older, but my sister will always be 36. But it's like, but we all have, you know, friends that are skinnier than the rest. And mm-hmm. MC, MC kept, she, she kept it really well. Mm-hmm. And she was really sporty. And, you know, she was thin, but she was muscular. She didn't look like, she didn't, she didn't look Sick. Mm-hmm. She was just very skinny, and I know a couple of people's had concerns at certain moments, but it did. It, you know, if it didn't come to our minds, I can understand how it didn't. I don't suspect it. I have a couple of friends that are super skinny, and I'm just like, oh, you, you can eat all the cheese you want and never get fat, and that, that's where it stops, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh well, you're just got a good metabolism, I guess, and that's what I'm. What I'm finding is that. As I as I thought would happen, we were helping her friends when we were there, and I could see that it was almost harder for them in some way mm-hmm. at that point. And I could understand that the, it was the fact that she was in her daily, she was in their daily lives, like coffees in the morning, and they had the martini nights, and where she took walks mm-hmm. with the dogs and stuff. And I knew that they would miss her. Right from the start, daily, they would miss all these small things as we were used to seeing her about once a year, once every year and a half. And I knew that it would come a little bit later for me because four months have passed and I found myself like in the last couple of weeks just really thinking, whoa, now it's been too long. I haven't spoken to her now. This is becoming weird. Yeah, I hear you. Yep. Uh, one of those things, too, with this grief process is it comes to us in waves. Tsunamis. Yeah, tsunamis. This is how I feel sometimes. It comes up, you know, just small details that remind us of MC, and then suddenly everything just comes up to our mind, and, you know, we're bursting into cries, and that's the way it goes, and I accept it. Mm -hmm. I accept it. The house has been sold. Everything is, 
Yes, uh, everything went. We, Audrey and I stayed there a whole month, and we uh, brought back many uh, things that belongings of MC, of course. And uh, we're looking through souvenirs, books, um, diaries, uh, pictures, uh, and uh, this is how we uh, do our, uh, you know, grievance process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. You have to stay with that process until, as you say, the tsunamis become large storms, and then slowly it becomes a light wave on the on the shore. Nothing will ever bring her back, no. but we have such wonderful memories. Yeah, you know, uh, she was she was an amazing person. I'm not saying this because I'm her mom. Yeah, everybody where she lived. Yeah, you are. She was she was uh, amazing in mm-hmm. every way. I had these long conversations with her in August, and she said to me, she said, "I just had the most beautiful holiday vacation with my parents in July of this year." And she said it was fantastic. And my parents are fabulous. My sister is. I mean, those were her thoughts of all of you too. And I always felt like I wanted to have an opportunity to say those words to you that she shared with me of how much she loved her family and respected them and loved her sister. I mean, it was really beautiful yeah. to hear that from her too, you know. When she was in uh, San Diego in February this year, before, uh, again, February, she went there for a 10-day, uh, February 17th, gratitude diary. I'm grateful for being capable of forgiveness. I'm grateful for having loving parents. She was, she really loved us mm-hmm. and Stephanie. And she, with every conversation we had with her, always ended, "Love you, MC," and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's mm-hmm. true. It's mm-hmm. uh, we uh, we were very close to her, even though we didn't see her very often. We kept in touch uh, by phone, by emails, by uh, skyping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know all the time and she yeah. was a loving person and I, and I know the week she was coming into when I was first talking to her she was coming into Vancouver to be with a friend who was going through chemo and helping her move and I said how can you do this and so what we did was we made a pact that she would give herself a good week she wouldn't use bulimia Uh, at all for that week and she did it so when I talked to her the Tuesday before she went home she said she was feeling like really hugely better this is the thing with bulimia is it it um it stresses the heart and of course when she's working shifts and and doing things like that at the hospital and her lifestyle too um it it stresses the heart the the disorder itself causes problems with um with the body and even though she's a nurse i mean sometimes i think the person with the disorder is the last person that knows how sick they really are you know like they she just didn't know how ill she truly was make sure that the bonds are always there tell those people that you love them it Mm -hmm. be ready for the worst I mean, for the families, for the parents, um, I think this is some of their issue too, Helene, as you're speaking. There's a bit of denial on the part of families. They think, oh, no, she's managing, oh, she's getting better. But as you say, Steph, what would you say to somebody who's actually doing this? 
Um, mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I'm not sure I, I can answer that question because um, I guess the reason why you're doing this is you want to give hope. To the families, I would say never blame yourselves. Yeah, don't feel guilty. This because, um, you know, I, I talked to so many of her friends that felt like they should have done more and they could have done more. And for some reason, thank God, I didn't have that. And I still don't feel that. I don't feel like I should have done more. I don't feel like I should have known, even though she didn't tell me. I don't feel like I should have mm-hmm. pressured her into telling me about it. I don't, I don't feel like I did anything wrong as her sister. Mm-hmm. And God knows we were extremely close. So I can only imagine families that are not as close as we are but as for eating disorders or any any disorders of that type you can't no one can help you unless you're ready to help yourself Agreed. and it's it's a huge cliche but it's so true you know my sister my sister knew um when i was dealing with that my parents knew at some point and they helped me when i asked for it but they never came and grabbed me by the shoulders and said, you're getting your ass into into detox. You know, I took myself and I made the phone calls myself and I went to detox twice and it took me a lot of AE meetings and stuff to get back. And it was like the only time it worked is when I decided. And the more people around you know and are trying to help you, if you feel like you're falling back down, the first thing you're going to do is hide it from them because you feel like they're part of it now. You don't want to disappoint them. And it's already so hard to disappoint yourself with that. And I know she was trying and she was, she asked me questions about, you know, how do you know, how do you know if you like, if you're an alcoholic, how do you know? Like she was dealing with all that. Like, how do you know if you're really, if, if your case is a bad case or how, how bad how bad is my problem or mm-hmm. you know even with cigarettes she's trying to quit and she couldn't she's like how do you do it and only new only you can help yourself in those situations and we're just going to pause for a moment here take a quick break and we'll be right back thank you for joining us Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA Chasing Hunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1 604 421 1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at chasinghunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. You can find Kathy at waysofthewisewoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? 
The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now back to Chasing Hunger. No one could have helped me more. You know, just knowing people are there around you and are ready to help when you're ready to get the help. Really, Stephanie, thank you. You know, there were so many phone calls. We ended up, and I, I was leaving it in her hands again, you know? Pull. Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't, no, didn't, and there's a reason for that. You had other things. How many phone calls with her did I end? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. our life goes on, and we never know, just like people who commit suicide, you never know when it's the last call. You never know when they're really in real distress, MC had told us that she contacted you and that she's beginning a process of uh, consulting. And Mm -hmm. of course, we would have supported her 100%. -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but as I said, even nobody, if she even, because they, my parents did get into the what ifs, you know, and I know that. Um, her her boyfriend at the time and a good friend of hers that she was reaching out to someone mm-hmm. not about her bulimia but about like her other addiction you know yeah, with the yeah. pills and everything and they knew she was reaching out and I remember them telling us they, they found her in a pre- in pretty bad shape once and they they talked together and and made a pact and they said if she's not following through with we're going to call mom and dad mm-hmm. and that was the next step yeah. And then so they felt so bad because they were like, we got so close to telling her family. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. Even if they did, yeah. even if they had yeah. phoned us, even if my super mom had flown in like <laughs> a day later, even if she had mm. tied her down to a bed, nothing says it would have worked. You don't know how many times she would have had to try. MC had a lot of work to do on herself. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of a lot of demons that were eating her from the inside sorry but it's really like my view of it and i had a lot of work to do and only her could have done it so Mm -hmm. you know the what ifs they they don't do nothing for anyone that's so true and the the messages you're giving there stephanie are just so helpful for family members and it's suffering enough if you're blaming yourself if you're um feeling the guilt or anything like that too it's it makes it so much harder and I, if I can say, I know it's four months out, but it's um, one of those things that that it's it's a day by day process, and yes. just coping one foot in front of the other. A heartfelt sharing, and I so appreciate that both of you were willing to do this. That's important is that you do talk about it and talk about your feelings with each other, and share those moments when it's the tsunami. 
you know, for anyone, as I said, like for the families, I would just say, um, not to not to blame yourself or to feel guilty for anything. And for anyone that's like, I'm so I'm so glad to be able to do this with my mom because obviously she would have she always loved to help people. Mm-hmm. And you know, if this if this story can help just one person, I just want to say. Anyone that's dealing with that right now and that's listening to this show, um, we're not in your shoes, but I know that keeping it to yourself just makes it worse. And at the point you're at, like if you're listening to that and saying, oh my God, this is so me, it can't make it worse to, to share it with someone and ask for help. And it can avoid so much pain. Mm-hmm. Right on. Those are powerful words, Stephanie, and thank you. You do wonderful work, Kate. The three of us are connected through the heart and through this wonderful person that was your daughter and your sisters. I really thank you both for doing this with me. I want to thank you because, you know, I, we went through all the phases, like asking ourselves, like how, what, when, and and I was trying to and not knowing about the bulimia part after talking to and after talking about a, to a couple of people that that know what bulimia does to the body mm-hmm. on my, for my part i know that this is this is what killed her this is what mm-hmm. brought her body to a stage mm-hmm. where like it couldn't handle it anymore yeah i feel like it's the last thing that we owe her to at least now that we know the truth and she kept it for herself for so long and mm-hmm. now we know and we're going to pretend it's not what it is yeah it's i hear you ridiculous you know what i mean it's well. like we owe it to her to at least say the words like it is what it is Mm -hmm. she struggled with it for so long and kept it to herself recognize that as parents we have to somehow make peace with it in our own mind however each of you comes to that place of peace yeah if dad needs to be in that place where he feels comfort if you could ask her now yeah you know if you could ask her now is it okay I'm sure I know in my heart, deep down, that she would totally be cool with it out now. She would be so relieved that it's out, and she would want us to call it what it is. Thank you for that, Stephanie. I feel like she's kind of beaming down at us and sort of celebrating, you know, yay, you're still you're supporting my mom and my sister. I, I appreciate Oh, well, it's my heartfelt reach out to all of you. I'm a mom, too, and... He thinks, saying to myself, this is uh, the way MC would have want me to do things. You know, I just kick myself and say, I, you know, she's with me. She, uh, mm-hmm. she's, she's with me all the time. And, you know, I'm, she's going to kick your butt if you don't go. <laughs> Keep moving. Presence in this way. I mean, you know, she would uh, piss me off if, she, if I didn't do this and that. And this. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go for I walk and do some exercise and go swimming thinking of her. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. All right. My kids talk about her a lot, too. So. I know. She was an aunt as well. And uh, yeah. so glad I have those two granddaughters. Can I tell you, Kathy, this is the most beautiful part of my life. And oh. It helps me a lot. Well, you hold on to them because their grandchildren are very special. There's just no question. Yeah. So is yeah. their mom. Yeah, so is their mom. Thank you both. <laughs> And okay. heartfelt okay. thanks for, for doing this. And, and we'll just go on because that's what she would want us to do. Keep going. 
keep uplifting yourselves, support each other. Once again, thank you, Helene and Stephanie. I know some of what you've shared has been very heartfelt. And you are, as you say, just in the middle of all this. It's just four months since she passed away. And we're just wishing you all the very best. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your understandings and for sharing the wisdoms that you have to offer other families. It's really appreciated. The facts are there. The healthcare system has been alarmed about the obesity crisis since the 1980s. The medical community continues to battle back with programs that emphasize diet and exercise, behavioral changes, even medication, surgery, and other devices. The outcomes and long-term results have been more than disappointing. And the numbers of overweight and obese individuals have begun to rise again despite these costly and redundant efforts. Equally concerning has been the rise in eating disorders in individuals that may have higher weight and weight gain issues. It's a society bent on examining a weight bias, living from this belief that thin is better. Thin gives you privilege. These diet gimmicks and the weight loss industry is a billion dollar business we've been marketed to. The change in the mind must occur before changing the body. That is where we start. In our clinical work, the initial process of trust building can be both a challenge and a critical point in treatment process. As you've heard here today, we talked about finding someone you trust, an advocate, and it doesn't have to be mom or dad or even a sister, but you can reach out and you can find someone that you can build that trust with. I know it's challenging because if you can't trust yourself, how can you trust someone else? And I know living from the world of an eating disorder, there's all sorts of compromises with yourself that go on every day. Every day we think, I'll get up tomorrow and do it differently. And every day we don't do that. And every day that we go back on ourselves, we begin to distort what trust really is. This show is dedicated to those who have lost loved ones to an eating disorder and it's important that you share and speak up that is the way to heal your feelings and so we begin with randy first of all she was a triple board biological psychiatrist so this is not somebody who was unaware of the situation in fact for a while she was actually actively involved in um major hospital medical unit, that there is no magic bullet, not from the perspective of a doctor, not from the perspective of uh, around eating disorders. I've been to many of the top clinics, visiting, uh, listening, seeing part of the programs. I know Kathy and the work that she does. I, I feel very strongly for any medical professionals who are listening, and I hope that there are many of you out there because we need every bit of ammunition that we can get. And it needs to be, as Kathy has said, brought more to the surface 
because it's complex. This is not a one-dimensional thing. It's not just about people who want to be thin. It's not just about, it's very complex. Randy, we're just going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA Chasing Hunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1 604 421 1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at chasinghunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. You can find Kathy at waysofthewisewoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter-Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now, back to Chasing Hunger. There are other medical issues that end up appearing. And whether it's a chicken or the egg, or whether it has nothing to do with it, or whether you don't have any other medical symptoms at the time. And what happens is you do get labeled. And that becomes very unfortunate. And I think that's why it's really important to self-advocate and to mm-hmm. really learn um, as much as you can in order to be able to, A, talk seriously to yourself, mm-hmm. but also... Should you end up with a medically compromising situation that has nothing to do with your eating disorder, if that becomes the main identifier for you as a person or for a doctor, what happens is that often other medical things get overlooked. Mm -hmm. And crying wolf um, becomes a really dire situation Mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. MJ was definitely not a typical case if ever there was one, Mm -hmm. and that was said by the doctor. So when she had to go to the hospital, and even with pneumonia, and you're keeping a secret, it's really important to be able to at least have somebody that can advocate for it, that can remind people of who you are as a person Mm -hmm. for you because there is no question when your brain starts to get foggy because of the improper nutrition. 
that the judgment that you may be making can be putting yourself into harm's way. Mm-hmm. Somebody else that we can trust. It doesn't have to be a family member, but somebody needs to know. And somebody, if God forbid something does happen to you, somebody needs to be there to tell the story yeah. to somebody, mm-hmm. to, to your loved ones, to your parents, to your sisters, to your brothers, to your husbands, to your wives, to your children. Mm-hmm. Please make sure. This, does, this is not something that just affects one person. No. And that's such a hard piece for the family member to do because you're, you're trying to advocate on her behalf and then it's like her body's failing. and So it was hard for the family, for you personally. Oh, and, uh, and financially. No mm-hmm. matter what kind of a medical plan you have, it always costs more. Who knows what's going to happen with what medical care in the United States is going to look like. Having worked with them, you know, MJ is definitely not the only person. I do a lot within the fashion industry, and I know a lot of young girls who are modeling, acting, and and guys. And it starts off innocently, you know. The screen, the camera, the whatever puts on 10 pounds, you know. Um, And even though models are supposedly not allowed to be hired if they're below certain body weights, it doesn't mean that it doesn't, you know, that it doesn't happen. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and people love you for who you are. Sometimes we put ourselves in a thousand time magnifying mirror when we should be looking with soft light because that's life we need to be able to accept that and accept each other in our imperfectness i i do have to be honest and to every one of you who has reached out and found frustration from somebody who's been dealing with you for a long time Forgive us, for we too have sinned. To all of you who felt rebuffed or not supported at some point because people lose their patience or they lose their temper or they just can't understand where you're coming from, even when they say that, they still love you and they want to help you. The frustration isn't really at you. It's at our inability to be able to reach you in a way that you're reachable. Wow, that's really, really profound. Really, it is. I'm listening to their their comments while I'm getting together with the family, but somebody's going to mention how many calories are on my plate, and somebody's going to say something, and those little infractions can become mountains in our mind. The family doesn't know what to do. I just so appreciate what you just said. There is there is no guidebook. There's no guidebook on yeah. either side. Yeah. Just have to all dig deeper, mm-hmm. and we need to forgive each other. There are times in it where you're frustrated with the medical side. You're frustrated with, should she be eating that? Do you know? Um, and as a mother, you're like, you, you want to say, give me control of everything you're doing because that way I, I can be sure this won't happen. It's very difficult. That's why I found your book to be very important oh, and you. refreshingly different because it gives control 
back to people to be able to do things at their own time and at their own pace and to know that there is somebody as you said a lot of this is very secret and people don't yeah. trust mm-hmm. i just want everybody who's listening out there to know that you can trust Kathy Welter. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I encourage you to really to look at, um, pick up a copy of her book and read it. Um, I've given it even to a few doctors, and the cards are very inspirational. We all need somewhere small to start. It, mm-hmm. And it's not always going to go straight. Mm-hmm. I, there's nothing that goes straight. I love the fact that every day you can pick up a different card Mm -hmm. and no matter what we think, it's always the right one. We go, oh, I don't really need this one. Mm -hmm. But even if you threw them back in and you picked another card again, it would be the same message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not that every card says the same thing, but we pick what we need. What we most need to hear. What we most need to hear, whether we like to hear it, you know, whether we like to hear it or not. I watched when you were on The Doctors. Right. And that was very telling, and I really hope that there's more, you know, that there is more follow-up of this because, Mm -hmm. as you know, just from the simple fact that everybody can't afford $15,000 a month. Uh, It has to be a holistic approach. It does. From the people that I've met who have successfully gone past this, They have taken a multi-pronged, holistic look at their lives. And I really encourage you to look for best practices of health and best practices Mm -hmm. of developing, you know, bonds and relationships with, Mm -hmm. you know, with people and being honest with them. I know often people don't want to hurt anybody else. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and that's why they keep it to themselves or like in the case of the other person, she didn't want... I mean, she was a professional yeah. in a helping profession, yeah. like MJ was, mm-hmm. you know? And people feel very mm-hmm. trapped that they... If they, they can't. can't help themselves, they feel that it diminishes. But that's not really the case. If you can talk to people and share and find things... We're living in times of tremendous scientific awareness and social change that this is a very important message for today Mm -hmm. it's you need to make room in your life to love yourself for who you are well i think that was a big message um uh, with the big mental health campaign that just went on which is talk to a stranger talk to somebody you never know I personally believe there's two degrees of separation I have met the most incredible people and I know that I've just because somebody said something to me and I said something back or I said something to them and they said something back that starts a conversation and it's changed both of our worlds in incredible ways What does it take to build trust? Often clients expect someone that's reaching out to help them to be like a best friend. This isn't always the best way, though. You need to be with someone that holds you accountable, reminding you of your agreements, not with just yourself, but with the person that's working with you. 
helping you, reminding you of your own personal responsibility in recovery. Building trust requires transparency, being straight, being honest even with yourself. These components begin to build trust. A key area of building trust is beautifully demonstrated in a book called The Speed of Trust by Stephen Covey. And while it's a business, it's aimed primarily at business, this particular book really resonated with me because it really underpins the areas of building trust, not just with yourself, but with others. He has this profound approach to it. If a person has violated your trust, you may not give them a chance to restore it. This is a transactional thing. If a family member violates your trust, it's not a transactional thing because family relationships are significantly more important and have much more far-reaching implications. Trust can be restored even in the most difficult and tender situations if people are willing. Even in difficult situations and in close personal relationships, trusts can be restored. And the very effort of restoring it can make the relationship stronger than ever before. What about self-trust? Often this is the most difficult trust to restore. It's the trust in ourselves. When we have violated a promise we've made to ourselves, a failure to follow through, on a goal, or act in ways that go against our deepest values. With repeated infractions, we often beat ourselves up so thoroughly, we wonder if we can ever have faith in ourselves again. You can behave your way back to self-trust and regain peace. The key is to simply embrace the strategies of trust Shift your behaviors in your relationship with yourself. This begins to strengthen your core trust, increases integrity, improves your intent, will increase your capabilities and improve your ultimate results. You become the person that you, as well as others, can trust. Randy, we're just going to take a quick break here. Be right back. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA Chasing Hunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1 604 421 1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at chasinghunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. You can find Kathy at waysofthewisewoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. 
Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now back to Chasing Hunger. To parents and family members who are wrestling and accepting their child, and the behaviors that seem to indicate there is a problem with an eating disorder, it can create a lot of confusion, disbelief, anxiety, disruptions in the family. And it can yield some real resentments and denial, arguments between parents. I remember a father who brought his daughter to see me because the mother was in absolute denial that her daughter had an eating disorder. And yet the dad weekly, when he would buy the groceries, had to lock them up because the daughter was consuming everything in sight. The whole family lived under this denial that this monster eating disorder had moved into their residence. They were literally under lock and chain. Denial is one of those strategies that people use to stay out of the conflict. But at some point, you have to deal with it. We rejoin Randy now. She has some more insights on this too. In the beginning, going into a program, you do need to be really more open and it's probably the hardest time. You know, it's hard to challenge. And if if the person you're working with objects to the questions that you're asking or won't respond or won't, won't get into the more difficult conversations with you, they often don't have time. Or they don't have the background or the understanding. Yeah. You know, I mean, a doctor goes to medical school, but they specialize. And all of what's going on now, the amount of knowledge every day, it's not just like doubling the amount of knowledge in Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And part of this is science. And part of this is accepting what's new and accepting 
that there might be different ways of, yeah. you know, different ways of It's like of opening doing the things. room a little bit. It's giving us, we're getting out of maybe this tunnel vision. No, this has to be the only way. And it, and I, I, I just go back to my own clients that I've really, through the indigo kids, the new, they're so tuned in and they're empaths. They're empathic in nature. They sometimes can't even identify when a feeling that they're picking up isn't their own. And they're often working with that kind of complexity in their own personality. Rather than sort of go into polarity with, oh, I'm so different and and therefore I'm not okay. What I love to do is help them really appreciate that incredibleness that is there in them. And their uniqueness. And their their unique gift. We all bring we all bring a unique we all bring a unique gift for sure. There are a lot of people who do need the firm structure. Yeah. And they talk about how long it takes ninety days for a habit to To be broken and to build a new habit as well. You know, I'm certainly not I I don't want anybody to think that I'm knocking any program. No. At all. I've seen many, many, many people who've had very, very good success with, you know, with new pro with, with new things. But I also know there are many, many people who, A, can't afford that kind of program. And for those of you out there, that's what this program is for. It's to really to give you hope that there are other things, at least to try and to start. Mm-hmm. And my mother always said, every day above ground is a good day. There you go. You know, that's a good So we, we really, you know, it's a fresh start. Every, every moment is a new opportunity. We are constantly changing. And I think we need to give our bodies the credit that Mm -hmm. we can also change and shed off Mm -hmm. with what we are naturally doing. Thank you for sharing this with me today. Oh, thank you. There are always people out there for you who want to help you. Mm -hmm. There is always another reason to look to figure out how to make your life better and not to hold things in and keep them a, mm-hmm. you know and keep them a secret you've now mm-hmm. heard from two cases within the last few months that we've lost people near and dear to us we really would like to believe that it should not have happened mm-hmm. and it might not have happened but we really need to make sure that we hold ourselves accountable for Mm -hmm. ourselves and that we allow other people in and if they're not the right people and trust me I've also listened to a lot of people that the people that they betrayal of trust I think Mm -hmm. is one of the very strong um, indicators Mm -hmm. of factors that is a trigger just like some kind of a trauma now they know Mm -hmm. sets off fibromyalgia other kinds of things like that there are things that nobody should have to go through that probably a lot of your listeners yeah. have gone through. Have gone through and yeah. our hearts go out to each and every one of you. I think Kathy and I are sending all of you really big hugs mm. and know that there are people out there who really care about you, whether we know you personally or not. Mm-hmm. We hold you in our consciousness. Mm-hmm. These are the 13 core values around building trust. Talk straight. Demonstrate respect 
Create transparencies. Let people see into you. That is the code of into me see or intimacy. Right wrongs. Don't take things so personally. Show loyalty. Deliver results. Get better. Confront the realities. Don't make assumptions about what is really going on. Clarify expectations. Practice accountability. Listen first. Keep your commitments. And the number one strategy is to always extend trust. Thank you for joining me here today. And a special thank you to these two families that shared their experience with us. I know it's very heartfelt. And I want to say, I hope as you listened, that you got the sincere message that each of these family members are sharing. Reach out. Secure some help. And if you don't feel it can be your family members, then find someone else who can advocate and help you. Reach out. Find someone to help you. Contact me. I'm here. And once again, thank you to the families who have shared their stories here. We often don't hear how the families are coping after grief and loss such as this. Because these eating disorders that rob us of our loved ones in so many ways just doesn't have to happen. There are ways for you to take your life back from these patterns. And if you're considering or even starting to restrict or look at some way to lose weight, I beg of you, reach out and find a different way. There are so many other ways, healthy ways, to regain your balance with your food and with your life. Again, thank you all for joining us here today. Bye for now. you for joining us for Chasing Hunger. Be sure to tune in again next week for another edition featuring your host, Kathy Welter-Nichols. Next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.